get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, saver retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Get ready for winter driving at Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers with super deals on tires, including up to $200 on new Goodyear tires, plus oil changes, brakes, batteries, and more. For value and savings, click on GoToDobbs.com today. Brandon Kylie and Tanner Hendricks and I'm Alex Ferrario. It is BK and Ferrario, and we are going to head now to the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line. One of my favorite NHL analysts. You can see him on NHL Network. In fact, he's going to be on NHL tonight, this evening, and throughout the entire NHL season. You can also see his work on ESPN. He is Kevin Weeks. Kevin, it is great to catch up with you, my friend. How are you today? Oh, thanks for the kind words. I'm great, thanks. Hopefully everybody's doing well in St. Louis as well. Doing well in St. Louis, especially because of this red-hot start to the season, and that's where I want to begin with you because you, of course, a former NHL goaltender, uh, and I know you've done some workouts in the past in the offseason with Jordan Bennington. Uh, this guy not only is looking like somebody who wants to prove himself after a, t- a tough couple of seasons in the past in the NHL, but also a guy who's trying to make a bid for this Olympics this season. What have you seen from Binner so far in the early portion of the season? Uh, so far, I, even before we get to the start, speaking of his workouts, you know, a lot of people might not recognize this, but he's really lean, super slender, long, kind of lanky frame, which works to his advantage. But he put some weight on this offseason, which I think, and positive weight from a muscle standpoint, and I think that's really helped him. It served him well. What I've seen from him this year is he's a guy that gets a lot of juice from playing in front of the fans. He's a guy that gets a lot of juice from playing in front of the Blues fans as well on home ice there at Enterprise Arena. And I think... The big thing for him is the atmosphere, but also when the pressure gets dialed up, the, the, the increase in pressure, the better he plays. And the more intensity, that kind of matches his intensity based on the environment. So it's been difficult to your point, and you, you nail that in the fact that the last couple of years, you're not playing in front of packed houses due to COVID and the restrictions and things of that nature. And now with the atmosphere being back to what we all know and expect, and especially that atmosphere in, there in St. Louis, He's back to being himself in terms of his reads. He's on time. He's getting to the spots early. He's confident in his positioning. He's challenging when he should. He's being a little more patient uh, when, he, when he also needs to be. And he's reacting. And just, I, I'm really impressed. I've heard Panger talking about him a lot as well. And, and I echo a lot of what Panger just saying there and that. But as of right now, if I'm Team Canada and he might know a guy by the name of their general manager, Doug Armstrong, <laughs> who's also going to be a big part of the brain trust for uh, for Team Canada. As of today, the way things are going today, Vinner's my starter right now for Team Canada in the Olympics. 
We're talking to Kevin Weeks here on 101 ESPN. Uh, Kevin, is there anything else that you've noticed, whether it be mechanically or with the, the style of his performance so far this season that has stood out to you? It, it, one thing that I've noticed is he's just he seems ultra aggressive, which is not surprising with yeah. Benner that he's, he's always been that way, but maybe even more so than what he's been the last couple of years. And I don't know if that's uh, an, an initial drawback to the fans, but it, it's something that seems to be standing out to me. Is there anything else that stands out to you? I think, no, I could echo that and, and amplify him being aggressive. I feel there's times where he'll come out and challenge a little bit more, maybe in terms of his positioning, as opposed to being a little bit more reserved and a little more conservative and staying back. But it's also knowing when to do either one. So, for example, on, on an isolated shot situation, if there's no players that are behind you for the opposing team or off to the back posts, you can step out and be a little bit more aggressive and be confident in your positioning and dare the shooter to beat you. And he's a really good first shot goalie as well. He's not just a, a blocker that plays the percentages. He, he has a lot of skill, a ton of athleticism rather. So he can react to make those saves. He doesn't necessarily only have to make positional saves. He's kind of a combo goalie. Like I like to call him a goalie that can react, but that can also make positional saves as well. So he's playing to that strength. Also, he's an outstanding puck handler. I think that's one part, going back to that magical playoff run that the Blues had, I remember saying it on the NHL Network. He, For me, he's arguably the best puck handling goalie not named Mike Smith in the league right now. Very seldom does he make a mistake. That whole playoffs, I don't recall him making one mistake with one choice to handle the puck. He certainly didn't make any in the Stanley Cup final either, all the way through the seven games in the Epic Cup win for them. So that's another element of his game that's that's for some reason undervalued, or maybe people just don't really highlight it enough, but his puck handling ability is elite, and it really changes the game for the Blues because they don't have to spend extended time in their defensive zone, per se, if and or when he has an opportunity to get out there and help his D by yeah, handling the puck. That's a solid point, Kevin, because, I mean, this team loves to go with speed and quickness. Uh, we've seen so far as a five-man unit, and Bennington really helps with that. Uh, speaking of that defensive zone play, how much of Benner's play has been ex- excelled because of the defense in front of him? Because I know that a lot of people had questions about what this defense was going to look like coming into the season, and right now they're top six in the NHL in terms of goals allowed, some of that because of Bennington stealing games, but also we've seen a shutdown role from this defensive core. Yeah, you have. I think their, their team has done a good job of recommitting themselves to defending and playing hard without the puck. And it's interesting. I was looking, and I was on NHL.com earlier, and, and just looking at the Blues stats and seeing where they rank. Almost everybody on their team is on the positive side of the plus-minus ledger. Like That, to me, is a commitment to defending. That is a willingness to do good things away from the puck so that when you do regain possession and you can go on the offensive attack with the likes of Jordan Cairo and David Perron and, and Vladdy Tarasenko, who's also having an outstanding year, you're able to make plays, but you spend less time chasing. Listen, we can debate about what the most important elements of the game are. For some people, it's the clock at times. For some people, it's time. It's time. For other people, it's space. To me, it's always the puck. It's always the puck. And when you don't have to chase it as much, you don't necessarily have to expend as much energy. You're less likely to have to get injured because you're having a battle to regain possession and things of that nature. So the Blues are a good possession team, but to me, they're at their best now when they defend hard, when they play physically, and now 
adding the speed element, they've gotten a little bit younger and adding some more speed and pace to their game. I got to say, between Doug and, and Chief and the coaching staff, they've done an awesome job of tweaking this team to kind of be the best of what they were, but the best of what they need to be going forward. And I can't tell you how hard that is to do. That's really, really difficult to do. And so far, they've done an outstanding job of that. But it also comes back to the players' willingness and committing to play that way. I'm so glad you mentioned the speed because I wanted to make sure that we asked you about Jordan Cairo and Robert Thomas in particular. Both of those guys, I mean, uh, Cairo we saw take that massive leap forward a year ago, and it was kind of a question here in St. Louis, what's it going to look like this year? Is he going to be able to to regain that form, or is it going to be a little bit of a step back now that people are game planning for him? He's been every bit as good as he was a year ago and then some. And then Robert Thomas, right now, since Ryan O'Reilly's returned back to play from COVID, he's been getting more ice time. He's the top guy in terms of centerman for this team in ice time the last three nights. Uh, what have you noticed about their games in particular? And have they taken that step, in your opinion, Kevin, that we've been waiting for from Robert Thomas and Jordan Cairo? Yeah, and it's different for both of them. You know, two former fellow OHL kids, uh, I know, Kairu better having known his dad and, and playing in the same minor hockey organization as his dad, the Toronto Red Wings, when I was younger. And But one thing I will say about both of them, starting with Thomas, is number one, he's healthy. Because I really felt like he, he burst out of the gates his rookie year and really impressed a lot of people, played a mature game. He looked a lot like what Dawson Mercer looks like here in New Jersey with the Devils right now. That's a really good comp in terms of his style, his pace, the maturity to his game. You didn't have to worry about him for Coach Berube. Just throw him out there on the ice, even though he was a young kid. And, and typically he made the right reads and was very responsible to complement his skill. But I think in the case of Robert Thomas, it's more health-related than anything. And nice to see him fully healthy and back to, to getting on that pace that we all expected from him based on his skill. In the case of Jordan Cairo, I think it was a little bit of a different because every player has their own combination for success. And in the case of Jordan Cairo, it was more to me, and, and I agree with Chief, it, just playing harder and being more assertive, not only with the puck, but also without the puck. Because you knew he had skill going back to his time in Sarnia in the OHL. Like, he can light it up. He can shoot it. He can beat goalies cleanly. You're seeing some of these goals he's scoring and some of these plays he's making. But his hockey IQ is there from an offensive standpoint. But, again, if you want to play on a championship-caliber team and a team that's won a cup, and he was one of those young players like Thomas that have taken a bigger role in these last couple seasons, well, you need to be dependable. You need to be able to be a 200-foot player up and down. You need to be 85-width-of-the-rink player on either side of the puck in any situation. And you know, having known Chief a long time, Chief earned every shift, every game in the National Hockey League. I played against Chief when I first came in. And for him to play as long as he did in his role tells you he never took the game for granted. And I'm not suggesting that, that Kyra and any of the other young players are specifically, but there's a certain way to play if you're on a championship team. You know you're going to have different habits right now if you're playing in Arizona because you're allowed to play through those habits to grow through those things. Just as this is a reality. Same thing in Buffalo or Ottawa. But when you're playing in in the Lou for that club, no nah, man, you've got to be on your game and you got to be committed to doing those things. And to me, Jordan Kyrou's biggest boost. I knew the skill set was there. I knew the kid cared. I I know what type of a good kid he is but it was just adding that element that Chief wanted, and, and, and I'm sure that Doug wanted too, and now his game has just taken off to a whole different level. So both those two young players have been very impressive for me.
Final one from me for Kevin Weeks, and we appreciate him hopping on with us here on BK and Ferrario. Uh, Kevin, a lot of people looked at the Central Division starting the year as Colorado the top dog, the Arizona Coyotes being the bottom dog, and then everyone else in between. Colorado off to a little bit of a sluggish start, but what do you make of the Central Division in the early start of the season? Uh, I could just say I think now that the Coyotes have come over from the Pacific, it's different sledding for them. I had a chance to speak to them and, and do their game on ESPN and ESPN Plus this past week out in Anaheim. It's tough. They're going decidedly on, under a former blue, Bill Armstrong, and, and, and their ownership group. You know, They really wanted to kind of redefine this rebuild. They wanted to reacquire draft picks that they had lost due to some of the sanctions, which they've been able to do. So credit to them. It's a rebuild by design. Now, the thing is, let's see how long that takes. However, they do have a plan in place. I do like the way they've executed the plan. I love head coach Tournier. It's going to take time for Arizona. We just know that. But in the case of the Central in general, I mean, the Central is, <laughs> I don't want to use the, the, the pun, but it's one of the death by a thousand cut divisions, really. It, it is so tightly contested. There's no game off. You, you have to be on your A game, whether you're playing Arizona or not. You have to be on your A game, literally game by game, day by day, to have a chance to win games in that division. It's tough sledding. Now, when you talk about the Blues, we know that they're elite. Okay, you know Colorado should be elite, but see, that's what I mean. Even though Colorado should be elite, they're not off to the same start that they wanted. Huge win last night. Then you go up and down. Dallas is still very competitive. They're still trying to find their legs, but they're still very competitive. Chicago, we knew the incredible, uh, tragic story that came out of there. Let's lead with the victims first, most importantly. And then, of course, the, uh, the horrible start to their season at least now under Derek King they're starting to play a little bit better but it's it's a very unforgiving it's one of the unforgiving divisions in this league and that's what makes things so challenging but if you're a Blues fan and and, and all of you out there are uh, the biggest thing for me and I watch their team now is balance that's what I think and I think it starts with guys willing to commit to playing hard the way Chief wants them to more importantly the way they were able to hoist the Stanley Cup and party in St. Louis because they played hard uh, on both sides of the puck, starting in the D zone. And then uh, once you start sprinkling it up, I just think that they're younger, they're faster, they're crisper, and they're starting to see results. We're in the results business. I can't tell you how many times, whether it's television, NHL Network, ESPN, or it's being a goalie where you're getting coaching, you're getting some sage advice, and you're implementing it or you're working on it, but the results aren't necessarily there. And that can be frustrating. But in the case of the Blues, those things that they focused on, that Chief and Spotter and the rest of the staff emphasized, they're now bearing fruit for this team. And the more those things bear fruit, the more committed, like anything, uh, the more committed the players end up becoming. He's Kevin Weeks. He is one of my favorite NHL and hockey analysts. You can see him on ESPN. You can see him on NHL Network, especially on NHL Tonight this evening and throughout the entire NHL season. Kevin, we appreciate your time today. Thank you so much. Enjoy the rest of this uh, weekend with some hockey, and we look forward to talking with you again real soon. Uh, No problem, man. Thanks so much. Appreciate you guys having me on. Thanks for the kind words, and Thanks to all the great fans out there in St. Louis and Missouri and and, and Illinois that tune in and watch us on the NHL Network and ESPN. Appreciate you. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners' or renters' coverage. 
Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today.